What's up, you guys? It's Angelo here. And instead of starting off today's episode with an ad, I want to start today's episode off with a little story time. Um, it's actually going to be two story times. Stew story times is how we're going to start this. Two seconds into the episode, and I am already can't fucking seem to figure out how to say my words right. Um, this picture behind me, if you're watching the video ep- episode of the podcast, it has, which you don't have to for this one, this is, you know, give or take, either one. This is a picture of a normal fucking body, this one. See how straight this guy is standing? And then this is a picture of my body, basically. I have a, I have minor scoliosis, and I fucking, dude, I, I don't know what it is, but... I noticed that when I look in the mirror, like my hips are like going one way and then my shoulders are going the other way. And I look like a fucking human snake and it just looks so dumb. And I just want you guys to know that for all all the women out there, I really this is really a shout out to my girlfriend. And for all the women out there that deal with a guy that has scoliosis, fucking kudos to you because this is not a sexy look that I have going. When I stand and it's like this, and I'm like, what's up, babe? You want to hang out? Like, it's so stupid. And I just, like, it looks like I'm like trying to be in one room and then my head is in the other room. Oh, my God. I can't even fucking stand it. I just wanted to say, if any of you guys got, got scoliosis or if any of the women have scoliosis, your partners are fucking awesome for sticking with you through that shit because that's not a... That's not a pull your shirt off and fuck me type of look. That's a pull your shirt off and fucking throw your shirt right back on because what's going on underneath there type of look. Um, So just wanted to get that out of the way. Another thing I wanted to get out of the way, you you know, I never know what pictures to put in the background. So we're going to do a we're going to do a smiley face while I tell this quick dream story. Today's episode it's really about um, these public freakout videos that I have of these teachers that lose it on kids. And I did have an episode similar to this, but I found some fucking more and, and they're worth doing a part two because I don't know, it's kind of fun to like make fun of other people sometimes, especially when like, you know, that they're in the wrong, like it's, it's fun for me to make fun of a teacher that's screaming at a fucking three-year-old because it's like she's the bully she kind of deserves to like get a little shit on right can we all agree there um unless you're a fan of belittling little children um before i do that though before we get into the public freakouts i want to tell you guys a quick story all right i had this i've had these fucked dreams lately i don't know if you guys get into like i i try to not find out what the dreams mean Because usually mine are so fucked up that they're like, you can't pull something out of them, you know? And there's a few. All right, I'm just going to give you a few. And I got to talk to you about this because I have nobody to talk about with the shit like this. I don't really know who to go to. Um, And like, I can't like tell my therapist like, hey, I dreamt that fucking this Cinderella's castle got shot up. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up. So I figure I probably shouldn't tell him. And instead, I'll go on the internet and tell the internet and see how they react. How fucking smart am I? Also, my nails aren't painted. How fucking weird does that look? Um, all right, here's the here's a dream that I had. I hope you guys are really want to tune into this. I Here's the dream, all right? Me and my brother, Anthony, 
And my friend Mara from like Buckle, I used to make fun of her and like we like would joke around about her on Buckle or on the podcast when I worked at Buckle. Okay, she's a great friend of mine, and Anthony is my brother, and I love him to death. These two are in my dream and me, and we're hanging out, and we're going to the city to like hang out, right? So. And we don't even, I don't even like drink like that. But in the dream world, I was like, let's fucking two shots of vodka. Let's do it. So we go down to the city and we get a hotel room. And now this is my dream. Okay. So for all you fucking like, um, what's it called? Astrology fucking guys and girls um, or whatever it is when you like dive deep into your brain, psychology, I don't know. Think about this with me. Okay. We're takes place in Chicago, got some friends, got a little bit of alcohol, we're drinking, having fun. Now I now we go back to the room. We like had gone out to eat. We go back to the room and I was like, hey guys, I'm gonna run upstairs and like or not run upstairs, I'm gonna run over there and go shower. Okay. So they're like, all right. And I'm just sitting there saying, like, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna go shower. And they're like, cool. And I was like, don't fucking stop partying though. Like, keep doing shots. I just became a different person in this dream. And they're like, fuck yeah, we'll see you in 20 minutes. So now I go into the bathroom and it was one of those like bougie fucking bathrooms that like there's a big tub separately and then a big shower that has like a glass door. So in the shower that is the glass door, I see this like, it's like a comforter, like a big blanket rolled up and I see black hair like it's facing, it looks like, okay, picture a hot dog. Instead of turning it sideways, you you turn it this way. So you're looking at this, this, the dog is in the center and then the bread is on the, around. Instead, in my fucking dream, it's a head with hair and then the blanket is around it. So I instantly like run out of the bathroom and I was like, guys, I don't know what the fuck is going on in there. Like I'm not showering here. And they're like, what's going on? So they walk in and they see this body that's laying there or whatever it is. And I was like, we got to call the cops. You know, we, we run, we fucking sprint out of the room and we sprint down the hall and now I'm calling like the cops, but they're not fucking answering, which sucks, but I'm calling and calling and calling. They're not answering. Finally, I like get outside and they like 13th call. They answer. And I was like, Hey, I think there's a body in my fucking hotel room like I'm freaking out I don't know what to do and like it's not me but I feel like I fucking should tell you because it's not me but I should tell you so now um the cop comes and they send one woman cop okay so the cop comes and she's like all right like show me where the room is like let's go so as we're walking now she's like like she's a badass cop and like I'm like a little skinny fucking like paint my nails you know you could kind of guess how I walk probably. Um, so I'm kind of just, you know, like, all right, we better find them. And she's got this mentality of like, I'm going to kill every motherfucker in this room. Like if there are people besides the dead person, but they're like, I don't know she's got a badass walk to her. So she's walking and I'm looking at her. I was like, okay, like I got to like hype myself up. And I was like, Hey, can I get like a baton or something? Like you only get one cop. Can you have the gun? Can I have something? So she hands me her baton that I could like whip someone with in case there's a problem. So now we open. I open the door for her because I'm a fucking gentleman, and she walks in and she goes. I see her like walk in the bathroom. Okay, now I'm peeking through the door because I'm scared of shit, and. She like screams and she's like, holy fuck. And she un is like unraveling the body. And she's like, yeah, this is a dead body. Like, holy shit. 
And now as she's in there, I see another guy, like a like a Chinese guy um, with like a chain on. And like he literally looked like Steve Aoki, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. How do you say his name? A-O-K-I. Steve Aoki? Aoki? Whatever. It looked like him. And he's like coming from the back of the room, like coming around. So I'm screaming like, holy fuck, there's a guy in there. Like, get out of here. So now she comes out of the room and I turn around and I start sprinting. And I'm expecting her to be like coming with me. So I'm, I'm running and then I hear like a bang and I turn around and she's on top of this fucker. On, on, she's on top of Steve Aoki. And she's just like beating the shit out of him. And then she starts holding him down and she's yelling at me to whip him with my baton. So I start fucking whipping him like hard and like in his face and he doesn't even care. Like I whipped this motherfucker with a metal baton in his face and he's just like taking it like to his face. And I'm like, hey man, that should fucking hurt you, right? Are you like, are you going to give up yet? And he didn't give up. And then she like holds him down and I handcuff him. And we, like, defeated fucking the Chinese, man. So, I don't know if... And then, all of a sudden, the coronavirus came out, and which was in China, so I don't really kind of predicted it, but um, I kind of predicted the China coronavirus. Like, or like, I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't tell anyone. I don't know what that dream was, okay? Now, I asked, like, some of my friends, and one of my friends was like, that means that you're having your that means that you're happy in your life right now you're content and i was like okay how the fuck does that make sense and then another my one of my friends was like oh like this this could represent demons that are in your life it's like okay you could say that about fucking anything so that's why i took the story here if anybody wants to break my dream down and really give me some give me some details and don't make it be one fucking like i don't want a basic ass answer of like you are stressed or you are happy with yourself. Like, yeah, you fucking guessed one out of seven emotions and I happen to be it maybe, you know, someone give me something if you can. Um, anyways, so I don't know. That's one of my, also last night I had a dream that at Disney world, uh, they put up like a new castle. It was like a new Cinderella's castle. Like it looked a little bit different and, uh, it fucking exploded and then it was a terrorist attack. So if anybody wants to explain those, feel free to fucking shoot me a DM. Um, that's that's about that. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I should share shit like that. Sometimes I get too caught up in these like topics that I'm so absorbed by this one fucking thing. And sometimes I feel like it's good to just share a good story or two that's going on in my life. Um, Anyways, yeah. So now we're going to move on and talk about these insane, insane teachers that I found videos of. I don't really have a smooth transition there. It's like you got the part of the fucked up dreams. Maybe you're going to think a little bit differently of me. I really hope not. I don't like, I don't, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucked up. I don't want to kill anybody. I'm a pretty happy guy. I treat people pretty nice, you know, um, that's it. It's not like people are going to be like, maybe you're going to fucking blow some shit up. And it's like, yeah, I would, I would know that though. And I'm not. So let's give me another one. Um, I have my speaker with me here because that's how we do it on this podcast. This first, okay. First of all, I just want to say something about, about teachers. 
and about bosses and about anybody that has a label that is and, and has a position where they're authorized to tell you to do something. Um, my, my whole approach in school, which I've talked about multiple times, it was never to like harm people. It was more to like make people laugh. And I, I had like a climax and, and a very like, I don't know. I had a fucking freshman year. I was a shithead. Sophomore year, I was a shithead, but I kind of had a little bit of like respect um, junior year, I had respect, but I still had the swagger of being a shithead where like people knew that I was funny. People knew that I was reckless. So I had to own up to it a little bit, but I, I respected people more. And then senior year, I didn't respect anybody at the school except for the teachers. So I kind of came around, you know, my high school four years and I've talked about my high school a lot, but in elementary school was really the foundation of a lot of this shit. Um, because you know, like you're younger and you're kind of figuring out like where you stand in life. So maybe we'll go back to this for a second. When I was in high school, I, or when I was in elementary school, I always had this, like, I was definitely a reckless kid because I was like, I would get recess or I would get like no recess a lot. They would have a thing where everybody would go outside. It was fucking recess. Everybody would go outside for 20 minutes and like play kickball. And there was a wall that was like, the, it was the school, it was the brick wall. And it was like part of the school and you would sit against the wall. And that was your punishment if you were like a bad kid, okay? Now, throughout my kindergarten to sixth grade, here's a few incidents that I got into. In kindergarten, we had these chicks, right? They were like baby chickens, I think. And we called them chicks. And um, they were like hatching in this fucking big like uh, fish tank looking thing or probably like a chicken coop. I don't fucking know how it works. It was a glass thing, okay? And there was eggs in it and eventually chickens came out of it, which I don't understand that at all. Um, if I like, does that mean that if I put my egg under a certain light from my fridge that there's a fucking chicken that's going to come out of it? Because that's over my head. But... We did that in class and we sat him in this like hay and like fucking uh, mulch shit. Is that what it's called? Mulch? I don't know. Whatever is on the playground. What is that stuff called? Wood chips? Anyways, we put these eggs in there and then eventually they hatched. Okay. So I was, this is fucking kindergarten, man. Miss Banky, if you're watching this, you really fucked me up on this day because you ruined it. It was this three week buildup of like, how do you see the hay? Like the eggs are moving the third fucking day. And then like the seventh day, the eggs were like turning colors. And then you could see a crack on the 13th day. And we were logging like every fucking thing we saw. And like, we weren't even, it was like a placebo at this point. I didn't see shit until like the 19th day. But like I was writing like, yeah, fucking egg turned, you know? Um, it was kind of just to like keep us busy. So now the 23rd day and the eggs hatched and we get to school and there's little chickens running around. I still don't understand that, but there's little chicks. Okay. So now we're all getting this, like, it's kind of like when you go to like Petco and you like look at a dog for a little bit and they put you in this fucking weird ass room and it's just like a one-on-one -on -one, fucking one V one. And now everyone's getting like chick time. So 
we're all sitting down like watching these kids one by one like look at these chicks so i say out loud i was like i'm gonna bite that chicken's head off and my like dude the fucking energy in the room like okay you know, everyone is like laughing and you could hear kind of like a collective laughing, happy mood, you know, picture yourself being at like a concert or something. Everyone's like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Hell yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to bite that chick's head off. And everybody looked at me like, oh my God. They looked at me like Dylan Klebold just fucking walked in the room. Like they couldn't believe what I just said. So I like was sitting there and I remember everybody looking at me. And I was like, guys, it's a joke. Like, I'm joking, obviously. And my teacher's like, absolutely not. Go over, go sit down. Go to the back of the room and sit down. And she's like pointing at me. And I was like, fuck you. You didn't get my joke. Why should I be punished? Which happens to be a thing that we still fucking fight in this world. Not going to talk about it. Um... You didn't get my joke. Why am I being punished? I wanted to, like, it was a joke. Like, how crazy would it be? And it fucking flipped the room, and it kind of was what I wanted to do, but I wanted them to laugh, not, like, pretend like we were all going to die. So I said that, and then my teacher was like, sit in the back of the room. You're not allowed to see the chicks. Like, we're not letting you near these chicks because we're in, we're like, I don't know what you're going to do to them. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, all this three-week buildup, and now I can't even touch the fucking thing. I just wrote a book about shit that I didn't even see for you to punish me and not let me see the chicks. And that's where it began. You know how, like, those superhero movies, like, I feel like there's definitely one of them, or multiple. You know how there's movies that, like, go in chronological order, and something happens when the kid's, like, a like a little kid, like Batman, like, sees his parents die, or whoever the fuck that was, sees, sees his parents die, and then, like, it just clicks, and, like, something in him wants, like, revenge, and is evil, and he's just like, fuck the world. That was it. Miss Banky in kindergarten, you fucked me. You know what? I'm just gonna put it on you. That's it. Because that tr- taught me that like, if if the joke isn't good enough for people, that like now I now it's my fault and I get punished. So now I was like, okay, now I gotta push the fucking line. Like I don't now I'm gonna make sure these fuckers laugh because it made me like, it, it part of it made me like want to re- get revenge on these people. I'm like, fuck you guys. Like I I don't like you anymore. Why didn't you laugh? And then part of me wanted to work harder to make people laugh because I was like, well, they didn't laugh then. And it also instilled this dark humor in me as a kid, seven years old, making a joke about eating a chicken, like in class when nobody's around, that's like your buddy. It's just, it was a ballsy move. So I I just owned it. So then, you know, second grade, um, I had a teacher, Miss Fowler, and she was like super cool. And I remember we were having like reading time and I like threw my book and I was just like, like, nope, not reading this, which is like bratty of me, like big snob fucking move. Like I would hate that if my student did that. But my teacher pulled me out of class and was like helping me read. Okay. So completely different approach here. I throw my book and I was like, fuck this class. And my teacher called my parents actually, and then pulled me out of class and sat down with me and was like, open the book up. She was like, look, this is a book about a kid and blah, 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 blah. And like, she explained to me what the book was about. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, 
that changed my that changed my mindset because most teachers would love okay what's my hair doing what is I don't know what I don't know what this is I'm kind of going for like a messy look um, most teachers would love to take the opportunity there like a kid throws his book to just like unleash all of the shit that they have onto this kid like their husband treats him like shit their kids are fucking shitty and not listening uh, they woke up and they fucking I don't know, ran out of contacts and they're pissed off and they showered like on cold water because the heat wasn't working and they have bills to pay. And then they come to class and a kid throws a book, all of that, just shit on this kid. They just take all their personal shit and scream at him. She would have loved to do that. But seeing that my second grade teacher didn't do that, it was like, okay, you know, all right, bet. You're going to fucking help me read this book rather than punish me. And me and that teacher got along fucking every goddamn day because I loved that. You know, she didn't, like, I felt like someone didn't turn on me. So now I start getting a feel of like evil people and good people. Miss Banky, unfortunately, was on the evil list. Third grade comes around and I get my best friend in my class, Daniel Parrott. And my teacher was Miss Salerno, RIP. If any of you guys went to Wayne Elementary School, we all know that unfortunately she passed, so big rip to her. Um, but she was awesome. Fourth grade came around, like I was getting pretty good teachers. My fourth grade teacher was hot as fuck, and I definitely like came home and like probably beat off to her, like pictures of her. You know, should I say that? Who gives a fuck? You know, I was like fourteen. Oh no, I was like eight. What do I say? So I was like, she was my first crush. I was like, that's when I knew that like, okay, I like moms. I like milfs. You know, like anyone over the age of 40 was in my book at the age of eight, you know, so because she must have been 45 or some shit. So I got like three good years. So now as I have these good teachers, you start noticing my fucking I mean, my grades were still good first grade. I don't really remember my teacher, but like I had fucking A's, man. I had A's and B's first grade, second grade, third grade. And I know that it's like, I think any kids can kind of get A's and B's. Like if the kid's cute and like buys the teacher a fucking apple, like they kind of, they're not strict with grades is what I'm saying. So I'm not boasting about my good grades in third grade. I get it. All right. All I'm saying is I was on the right track and you can't fucking knock that. Right. So now fifth grade, I get a teacher that's like older and I definitely see some of that, like, you don't do that. Get out of here. Like, I see that energy. And it gave me, like, a very worldly approach to being a sixth grader. Because fifth grade, she wasn't necessarily mean. She had a sweet side. And, like, one-on-one -on -one with her, she was so nice. But there was times where she'd be like, can't you guys just listen up? And you'd be like, oh, fucking God, okay. You know? And she would give you that like raspy voice, like old haggry fucking haggry. What does that mean? Uh, she would give you that like older teacher vibe, which sucks. That's usually the substitutes. The substitute teachers usually come in and they're like half dead. They're like fucking, today we're going to be. And it's like, dude, really? Get a different fucking job, you know? Um, so she gave me a substitute teacher vibe, but every day for fifth grade. So that sucked. And then sixth grade, I had a shithole teacher and uh, my grades dropped in sixth grade to like all C's. Seventh and eighth grade, uh, just just 
plummeted downhill, you know? And my parents got divorced seventh and eighth grade. So I really milked it as like, I'm so sad, you know? And I didn't give a fuck. Like it didn't matter. Uh, but when the teacher would yell at me, they would call my parents and my mom would be like, you know, he's just going through this divorce and it's, and then the teacher would be like, okay. And like teachers would come up to me and they would kneel down and they'd be like, I'm sorry. And they'd be like, about what? And they'd just be like, I know what you're going through. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I'd be like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, it's okay. I'm really trying. And I'd have to fake this like sad boy fucking, I don't know. That was shitty of me. But, um... I'm kind of decoding what led me to high school, okay? And there was a story I wanted to tell. Oh, another story. One of my teachers in seventh grade, I think. Um, I don't know. I think it was seventh grade. Or, it was sixth grade or seventh grade. But my sixth grade teacher was shitty. I don't know. One of my teachers in the grades of fucking school before seventh or during seventh I remember that I would talk all the time in class and like there was a girl named Rachel in my class that was like unbelievably attractive in sixth grade or seventh grade. Oh, it was seventh grade. Girl named Rachel, unbelievably attractive, seventh grade. Okay. This teacher's name was like Mrs. Morgan or some shit and it was my history class and we're getting ready to do the test that like you have to memorize all the states and you have to sing like Alabama, Georgia, Kansas, fucking... California, Mississippi. I literally don't know. I have no clue. Like Alabama, Arkansas. And then I give up. I don't think there's any B states, right? Beijing? No, not a state. Um, I don't know. Fucking beanbag. Bean bag. I don't know. C is California, Connecticut, Kansas. Um, anyways, still didn't really get it. But... I know that like I couldn't memorize, I could memorize shit, but I couldn't do it on paper. Like if you asked me to like, remember what I'm eating for breakfast today and a year from now you told me it and I could tell you back, I would stumble a little bit in my words. I'd be like, I don't know. It wasn't eggs. It wasn't fucking bacon. It was pancakes and waffles. And then I would get it, but I would need to literally talk it out to get there. Right. I'm a talkative person. I'm a fucking actions guy. Um, and I remember taking this test and I fucking sucked, man. Like they drew, they gave us a map and we had to write all the, like all of the states. Okay. And I got, I sat down and I was like, Illinois, Texas, California, Florida, fuck, you know, like that was it. And I turned the paper in. And I literally had eight out of 50 states and she's like, okay, dog shit. Try like you literally got a fucking 20 out of a hundred. Like you got a... That's so bad. Like dog shit. She said that to my face. No, she didn't. Um, so now all these kids are turning it in. A, A, A. And this was like the era where it wasn't quite an F. Oh, no, it wasn't quite. Yeah, it wasn't an F. It was an E. So the E meant like you can still try. I don't fucking know. And it was like they didn't want to give out Fs because they thought it was like F is for failure. So they gave out E's because E was for excellence and you can try to be your fucking best. I don't know. It was really fucking lame. Um, and I remember she was like, there was one E, but you can still try to bring it up. And they were reading the fucking 
like reading everyone's grades out loud. So she would say like the A students are Rachel, Jordan, Lauren, Michaela, Jonathan. Like they were reading all the great A kids. And then she was like, Angelo, do you want me to read your score out loud? And I was like, I mean, yeah. Because like I don't want to single myself out and not. And she's like, you got an 18 out of 100. And I was like, okay, fuck. Like thanks for making me want to kill myself. So now she calls my parents and lets them know. And she's like, I have a plan for this student. Like, I'm not giving up on him, and, and I'm going to let him retake the test. But I have a plan. And they were like, okay. And she's like, I'm going to talk to you guys tomorrow. Like, come into my class. So my parents come in after school, or my mom did. And she was like, she sat down, us three. And she's like, I know that your son is extremely talkative. He's extremely social. He loves to make the class laugh. He loves to make friends. He's trying to fucking finger Rachel every other day. He's a very... He's a bold kid, but on paper, this motherfucker sucks shit at school. And like, instead of punishing him, she's like, I'm going to let him retake the test and I'm going to do it one-on-one and I'm going to show him the map and I'm going to point and we're going to see what he does. And like a fucking movie, I sit in this chair. She does this one-on-one. She's like, what is this state? I'm fucking North Dakota, South Dakota, Maine, New Hampshire, fucking New Jersey. I'm spitting them out. Pennsylvania, all the shit. Is, I don't even know if that one's a state. Is it Philadelphia? I don't know. Um, I'm spitting fucking fire at this teacher. And I get like a fucking 45 out of 50. Like I got almost all of them. And then that was like the moment. That was the moment for me where I was like, fuck school, but like I could still do dope shit. You know, I, I'm still good with people. I'm still good with making people laugh. Everybody loves me. I'm fucking making friends. Girls like me. But on paper, I suck. So fuck school. And that was where I got this mentality. Now I'm going to lead this into why high school fucked everything and why high school re-kindled like this hatred for people that I had. Okay, and I don't really have it anymore. I do have this like emo, like goth fucking half of my brain. But when you get to know me, you get a very sweet guy. You get a generous, like I'm very loving to my family, my girlfriend, my girlfriend's friends, my friends, my coworkers. I'm a very good guy. But it, it just takes a second. And when you have teachers that do this shit that I'm about to show you, it makes it hard to remain loving is what I'm going to say. All right. Now we know this video. I'm going to play. This is a classic one. These are public freakout videos. Teachers that just lose their shit. And this the backstory here from what I know. I couldn't research much. But these kids would have these pomegranates. And they were staining. They were staining the desks and their papers. And they were getting very messy in class. Okay. That's literally all I could know. And that's kind of all you take from this. And this teacher is done with stained desks, I guess. So here's what she does. Hope it plays. No pomegranates! No, 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 no pomegranates! God. None! I played this before. I don't want them anywhere near here. Am I clear? Same rule again. No pomegranates! Fuck, man. So she's telling him to say it, and then all the kids are like, no more pomegranates. Okay, fuck. 
Sorry, can we learn about science now? So that's the, that's kind of like the classic OG, like teacher yells at students. There's another one where she says like, shut the hell up. And she's screaming. I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. And me and my brother were just looking on YouTube and finding all these fucked ones. Um, this one's a slower approach, but this guy yells at a kid. So in the background, you hear a guy go like, <sighs> and he like yawns. Okay. And this is the response. It's slow. Until either that person admits who it is, either that person admits who it is, or the person sitting around them tells me who it is. Who was it? She's just standing in front of this like like eighty five kids Nobody in a lecture knows. hall. Lecture hall. And I starts walking around the room trying to like get in people's face and like see if they're gonna tell him who the kid is that yawned. It was back here. So a student says it was outside. My bad side is as bad as my pleasant side is pleasant. All right? Don't push me that way. I like to keep things informal in here. This is like when the teachers break it down and they try to like all of a sudden be normal. And, and then they kind of like threaten you while they do it. Like my bad side is as bad as my good side is good. Like what the fuck does that mean? Like I, oh, I'm trying to think of teachers that would just say shit like... You know, I try. I try to. I really try. Every morning I wake up and I try to have a good attitude. But then I come into this class full of you guys. And it's like, okay, so you're just like, are you saying that we're pieces of shit? Or are you saying that, like, I don't understand that. So I didn't get that. As much um, as possible. But understand where the difference between informal and impolite is. And I won't tolerate impolite. If I hear one more of these overly loud yawns, get up and walk the hell out. <laughs> God. Yawn outside. Stay out of class. Whatever it is you need to do to get over it. I want to know why 220 other people in this room don't find the need to do that. Listen to this part. And you should be asking yourself, why am I the one loser that has to do that in 220? Dude, he fucking yawned. Like, that's, okay, that is a, like, pure example of, like, this guy's got shit going on at home, you know? Like, his wife is, like, on the edge of divorcing him, and his fucking, like, dick is small. He's got, like, a personal fucking vendetta against himself because he, like, looks in the mirror and, like, and it's sad, and I'm not saying that... Like, hey, I just told you I look in the mirror and I see my scoliosis body and I hate it. I, everybody's got personal shit, but like, you just gotta be real. Someone's yawning in your room and you're flipping the fucking table on this kid and stopping the class for 20 minutes to lecture about how much of a loser he is for yawning. Nah, man, fuck that. Like, that was... Shit like that would happen. I mean, never that stupid, like literally that stupid, but similar thing. Like I would fucking drop a pen and it would be like this. And then the teacher would be like, what is going on? What's going on? What are we doing? Are we playing catch with pens or are we paying attention? And I would be like, okay, I, I dropped my pencil. I picked it back up. I'm fucking ready to go. And she'd be like, you don't understand. I'm teaching here. I'm showing you guys. 
what I can do for you. And you're throwing shit and just playing games all day. And you'd be like, oh my fucking God. Like I literally, ma'am, I, it, I know it sounds hard to believe, but the pencil is a fucking round shape and it rolled off my desk. I picked it up and I'm good to go. You're the one making it a fucking 40 minute lecture and now you're crying. Like what the hell is going on? So it's it's a big, it's hard because now I, I like to say that it's 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 easy to, for, to be in my position and point fingers and say, you guys got shit going on at home. You're fucking mentally fucked up. It's That is an approach and it's valid. But at the other side, it's like, hey man, if I have shit going on at home and, and it's happened before, I'm a wholesome person. It, it's happened before. Sometimes my fucking dad pisses me off. My brother gets under my fucking skin. Shit's going, I, literally I wake up and like my OCD is triggered because like my soap is fucking spilled. Like shit just goes wrong one morning. And then I come to work and like a girl's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, please shut the fuck up. But like I tr- I don't do that because I really, really, really make sure I control it. But I definitely like have been the type of person to be like, not right now, not right now. And I, it's it's better if you can fucking man up and say something like not right now or I'm having a bad day, please. But hey, everybody does it. You know, you snap at someone or you're in a fight with your girlfriend about something stupid and then you're like, I didn't mean it. I'm going through some shit. I'm pissed off about work. I'm sorry. I love you. We do that. You know, we have, we have times where we get a little heated. It's about the self-control that you should have and not letting it get to this point where you're literally screaming at other people because of shit that you're dealing with, you know? So, and, and it might not be something that they're dealing with. It might truly just be that they hate their job and it might truly be that they literally hate these students. And if that's the case, those are all fine. But I like to I like to make it like they got to have something going on at home because if you hate your job, if you hate students, if you hate teaching, stop teaching. Like, I know it's hard, but if you're 38, like fucking watch a few Gary Vaynerchuk videos, restart your life and go get a different job. You know, like if you're going to hate your your shit that much where you're screaming at work every day. I work at Urban Outfitters. If I had a customer like every day that was like, hey, do you guys have this vinyl? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, they would be like, hey, get a different job. If I did that shit every day, I would be fired for my behavior and I would be like, never allowed in retail again because clearly it's not a good match. Why don't teachers get looked at this way? You know, like get try something else. You're only fucking 35, 40 years old. You got plenty of life to live. You got 60 more years if you're healthy. You know, 40 if you're not. Either way, it's a lot of fucking time. Um, Here's another classic one. Um, You know, here's the other thing. Quick disclaimer. I don't know if any of these people are mentally insane. Like, I don't know if any of these people are schizophrenic, bipolar, mentally depressed, like, chronic clinical fucking whatever I don't know so I'm not I'm not bashing any of those I'm taking what I'm seeing I'm seeing a woman freak out on a kid for doing something goofy I'm making a joke of it so for all the people out there that are like whoa man you are making like no not doing that so save all of it um because that's not what we're getting into I've dealt with I've dealt with a plenty of people that are 
depressed and ill and gone through shit. Not bashing them. Um, just bashing the teachers that hate their jobs. That's all we're doing here. Just to re kind of bring you back into what we're doing. This is a, this one's kind of a classic one. Um, you don't have good sense because you're sitting here arguing with me and you're making me mad and I'm going to send you to the office if you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now you'll, you almost feel bad because people are laughing at her. And it's like kind of sad, right? But then she continues to like. Mister, I am serious. Wipe that smirk off your face now. I think that I think that there's a big like reverse psychology thing with teachers. That's like you just gotta like be overly chill. And like be overly like you don't give a fuck. Cause here's the thing, okay? We've talked about this before. This is something that I'm I'm fucking firm on in life. If you get mad at someone for something, it it will trigger something inside of that person to want to do it more. That's kind of all it is. And if you especially if you get mad in like a verbal way like that, like you're yelling at them and you're screaming, it makes it like it's fucked up, okay, and it's deep, but you're showing me your weakness and you're showing me what triggers you, right? So if there's ever one second where I'm mad at you and I want to get you pissed off, I know what will fucking bring that out of you. I know because you're easy to read. Like you yell when you're mad. You're fucking shaking and you're red. Like I know what makes you pissed off. So if one day I'm thinking about you and I'm like, fuck that person, you know, piece of shit. And it's just a thought that goes through my head that I'm just like, I don't really fucking like, remember when they said that thing to me? Fuck them. I go into class one day and I'm like, what? Fuck. And I just yell the swear word. Then they get mad. And I take the W there. Cause it's like, I know what makes you mad and you're fucking losing because you're letting me get to you that hard, you know? So Angelo's approach on being a teacher is like, be chill as fuck. Try that. A kid is like, and I know that it's hard to control 30 kids. I've stood up in front of classes before. And even when I'm like giving a little talk to kids, it is hard. But interestingly enough, when like kids are talking and I'll be like, all right, like, I'll just, you want a second? And then they're like, no, like I'm listening. It, it doesn't do much. And if you say like, if you're saying like, get hey, if you do it one more time and you're getting all your fucking pointer fingers out and you're pointing at them and you're yelling at them, they're definitely going to keep laughing at you because now you're making a fool of yourself. If you just don't do shit, if you just chill the fuck out and you just calmly make the kids laugh a little bit, like, like you know, I've told students that were on their phones, I've told them like, hey man, I get it. You want to be on your phone. It's fucking 30 seconds. Like I'm talking for one more minute and then you could like be on your phone and do your homework. Like because I swore and because I'm like playing it off as like so pathetic, it's it makes the kid kind of like, all right, you're kind of right. But when you make it like, if you don't put your phone away, you're going to go to the dean's office and all of these fucking, I'm going to throw all of these threats on you. Then the kid's like, all right, fuck you. Like I'm going to be on my phone for however I want. You know, I think... 
especially with swearing, especially with chewing gum, once you throw all the dumb rules out of the way, that's like no, like literally what I just said, no swearing, no chewing gum, no having your phone out, no fucking looking at your friend Steve and making a joke. Like people are going to talk. You can't expect nobody to say a goddamn word for 43 minutes, you know? They're going to talk, and if you're talking and they talk while you're talking, it sucks for you. Be a better fucking, get their interest more, you know? Hey, I don't want to learn about Abraham Lincoln today. How about we do something a little bit more fun, you know? Once in a while, throw in a day where you learn about the coronavirus, or you learn about Trump and Bernie, or you learn about fucking something to do with now. It's like, I, I could, I, I'm sorry I'm like getting off here, because I'm really passionate for like, part 1% of me wants to be a teacher, and like, because I really think that I would do a good job of like, having a family approach. When do you ever hear a teacher say, I want this class to be a family? You know? They don't. They don't fucking do it. You never even hear words like that. And making, having a world where like the kids could like text you if something's wrong or if you're all sitting down and a kid's like, my parents got divorced and I'm fucking upset. Taking like one day out of every week to like address these real world problems and like skip the fact that like atoms are a fucking thing and like three molecules, like skip that for one day and reel it in. I don't know. I just feel like I have it figured out in, in that area. Maybe I don't. I'm sure I don't, but I just feel like I do. If any of my teachers listen to this, which I actually know some of them do, fucking, I don't know, hear me out, huh? Hear me out a little bit. Anyways, this video is great. I know that you can't really see the videos behind me because I have like a dog shit set up here. Um, this video, you can't really see, but a kid's being disrespectful, of course, and the teacher walks up to him and grabs his cross and says, like, you'll, you'll just listen. I'm sure disgusted with the fact that you just have no respect for anybody, including yourself. And wearing this doesn't make you wonderful. She grabs his cross and when she said that. Well, let's not go there, but you know what? It says be obedient, doesn't it? Now listen to the kids, okay? First of all, I agree with what she's saying. Wearing a cross doesn't make you wonderful. Like, it's that's an awesome fucking thing to say. Like, sure, believe in God, do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you aren't, like, top shit because you got a cross on, buddy. Get the fuck out of here, you know? And then... not being obedient. Then the student starts sticking it for the kid, which is extremely cringy. You are not being obedient. That's all I'm saying. You are not being obedient by not listening to the teacher. I don't care who it is up here. Hey, ma'am, that's kind of disrespectful to touch his cross like that. No. Oh, my God. All the fucking Christian kids are like, hey, you don't you don't touch his cross. He is the savior of our... Like, okay, that's not the, that's not what we're talking about. But then, like, you see the kids kind of, like, the kids are kind of losing, right? Because the kids are letting it really get to them, and they're like, I mean, they're not losing. They're sticking up for their, their fucking friend. But it's funny because the teacher has this, like, control, and she dropped a bomb by saying, like, just because you're wearing this cross doesn't mean shit. That's a personal dig. And then the kids start getting mad. And then the teacher starts crying and walks out of the room. So teacher takes the L there. But I thought that was funny because it was like, you don't see teachers dig at students like that. Um, it's already at 48 minutes, man, fuck. Um, this is a, 
This is a good one. This kid, it's just a quick one. You can't really hear it. This kid's looking at this teacher, and he says, she's, she asks him for his name, and here's what happens. Oh, you can't really hear it. It's shit audio. Anyways, the teacher goes, what's your name? And he goes, I don't know. And she's like, you don't know your name? He's like, nope. And then he goes, I'm not your bitch. I don't have to do what you say. And then she gets up and fucking tries to push him. And she's like, call me a bitch again. Call me a bitch again. Like, it's just, it's just not what happened. He said, I'm not your bitch. And then she took that as you're calling me a bitch. And then she got triggered. Something's fucked, man. Here's one more, cause we're getting we're getting a little timey here. Camera trying to drag the student. A California gym teacher is facing charges that he mistreated a student after he was caught on camera trying to drag the student into a swimming pool. Now the student didn't want to go into the pool, and apparently the teacher wouldn't take no for an answer. This is actually fucked up. Exclusively with Inside Edition. It's disturbing video sparking Look at that. and outrage today. Are you a kidding? A teacher dragging a teenage girl into a pool. Listen as the screaming girl does her best to resist. But the teacher, a hulking middle-aged man, keeps yanking away. Dude, this girl is literally in a fucking bra and like short shorts. And or like whatever. It doesn't really look like a swimsuit because it looks like literally a bra. But... She's on the fucking, laying on her back on the ground on this tile, like, swimming pool floor shit. I don't know. Okay. You know how it's like the swimming room in school? It's like tile all around the, all around the pool. She's laying on the fucking floor on her back. And this big, like, fat older man is dragging her by her hands, like, to the fucking edge of the pool. And she's, like, hooking her legs onto the railing. Like, what the fuck is, what are, what is your job? Your job is to teach people how to swim. If they don't want to swim, they don't have to swim. That's fucking it. Not everybody in this world has to be a 10 out of 10. I don't like to fucking swim. I'll draw instead. Great. Cool. Sit there and chill. You're going to get an F. You cool with that? Yep. Awesome. Story of my fucking life. I actually had a similar case. My teacher didn't grab me at all because I would have fucking murdered him the next day. But, um, not really, but you know, no, just kidding. Literally just kidding. Um, I had a teacher where he was like, you know, Mr. Fucking stroke job. This guy's the stroke job of the week. Actually stroke job of the week goes to any of your gym teachers because they're all fucking losers, man. They're not all losers, but they're like overly like, you know how they're like, okay, we get it. You work out, right? You got a great body. I'll give you that. But then when they make it like if like you're a pussy if you're not doing what he's doing, like I would have this teacher that he would just rip me. He would be like, "You can't swim. You're 18 years old. You can't swim. What do you What do you You don't know how to swim?" And I'd be like, "Dude, I I know how to swim. I don't want to swim." And he'd be like, "What are you scared? You want some floaties?" And I'd be like, "Okay, dude. You don't want." Uh, this is why, this is why people fucking do shit in schools. Cause you're really pissing me off. Um, that's a joke that most people are going to be like, whoa, that's offensive. You know, it's just, it pisses me off because teachers get this like, 
It's like, yeah, you're my teacher. You can teach me how to do shit, but it doesn't mean that if I don't do it your way, I'm wrong. It just means that you're teaching me a way to do it, you know? I don't know, man. It, it really fucking pisses me off. I didn't swim a day at school. Fuck no. Like, are you kidding me? I don't even like public schools, let alone school. Like, you think I'm going to come to school? By the way, I would get ready. Like, I get fucking ready to come to school. I would flex on kids in like $200 outfit or $200 jeans and like $300 shirts and four $2,000 outfits more like. I would come to school making sure that like people knew I had money and I regret that because it's shitty and like wasn't cool and I didn't have my own house or anything. I lived with my parents. So I looked like an idiot, but that was my mentality. I was like, I'm going to flex on these kids. Fuck them. It was my way of saying like, fuck you guys. But I'm definitely not going to take off my Balenciagas, my fucking Balmain jeans to swim in a shitty pool just to like prove that I can, you know? Like, no, not doing that. And then you have to shower. And then, like, I don't know. When I'm dry, I'm dry. And I'm not getting wet again until it's on my fucking time. And that's when I want to take a shower in the morning. That's it. Otherwise, I'm dry for the day. And they would write me up over and over and over. And I was like, guys, hey, here's an idea. Pull me on a fucking swimming class. And they were like, all right. And then I did. And I took gym online. So, which I've talked to you guys about before. Um, so, that's kind of it. 53 minutes. I keep, I ran past my sneaker fucking time, which I could do right now, but then you get a really long episode. I don't know if you guys want that. I mean, some people do like the long episodes. You know what I'll do? I'll just fucking, next episode is going to be a strictly sneaker based episode. You got two comedy ones and then you're going to get a fucking straight sneaker one. Uh, We'll see how that works. I never really tried that before. Just like a 40 minute episode of all about shoes. I have this like most anticipated sneaker list. I have all these leaked pictures that I've gotten from my guys and from the internet. Um, I got some, some fucking juice on the sneaker game right now that I really want to share with you. And I know it's going to be a long segment. So next week we'll just do a sneaker episode. We'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, man. Yeah. It's not like, I don't have to explain myself. Fuck that. I had a very exciting time. I had a good time on this podcast. I enjoy looking at these fucking videos. Uh, just people making a fool of themselves, man. I know that I've done it too. And if people wanted to laugh at me making a fool of myself, you know, I would laugh with you guys. I could own it. If I said something that was dumb or if I lashed out and someone got a video of it, I'm capable enough to be like, yeah, fuck. What? Like I was having a bad day. What the fuck was I doing? So that's about it. Here's some smiley faces in the background. Um, I hope you guys all have a beautiful rest of your day. I think the Super Bowl's today or some shit, or it's like next week. I don't know. I hope someone, I, man, I hope someone wins. Don't you? Have a good rest of your day. I love you all.